we're going to start to see real purposeful, driven change at a local level where it matters the most and see a change in our children's education that will lead to better informed, better connected, next generation of children. Hey, Joyful Warriors, welcome to the Joyful Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Justice, and today we are joined by a member of our national team, one of our executive board members, Marie Rogerson. Marie is the Executive Director of Program Development with Moms for Liberty, and Marie has come uh, to share a really new, exciting feature, a resource for Moms for Liberty members across the country running for elections, a candidate toolkit. But first, we're going to take a second to learn a little bit about Marie. So Marie, welcome to the Joyful Warrior podcast. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about about you and your family. We'd love to learn more about you. Thanks. So I come to Moms for Liberty from what I consider a somewhat unique background. Um, I worked previously in a nonprofit that served the foster care community. So I understand kind of what we're doing in the nonprofit world, the C4, C3 type of things that we do. But the thing that I'm most passionate about is uh, local elections. So I ran Tina's campaign the first time she, she ran for school board. I helped her on her second campaign. I've run or participated in a vast number of campaigns at this point. Um, but local local elections are my passion. Don't ask me to run your congressional campaign. I don't want to do it. I don't want to run your presidential camp. But local races is my passion, and I am excited for this campaign kit, which will help people do that. Yeah, so Tina Deskovich, the other co-founder of Moms for Liberty, we both ran for school board in 2016. Um, Tina ran again in 2020. Um, When I ran for school board, uh, I had uh, Pat Blackburn, who's the chapter chair coordinator for Moms for Liberty, who was kind of by my side helping me, my right hand. And then I also had a a campaign manager who had actually worked in the Obama campaigns and um, was really a community organizer, knew what we needed to do on the ground to be able to turn out the vote. And I had... In my race, I've shared with our listeners before, I um, had the Republicans against me, I had the Democrats against me, and I still won with 60% of the vote. And so truly, if you know how to get out there and get your message heard, um, you can get a lot of people interested in your campaign, what you're trying to do in your community, and ultimately get elected. Um, so tell us a little bit, why? Talk. let's talk about local politics for a second. You're, you're very passionate about that. Tell us why you feel like local politics are so important. Uh, They are important uh, inherently, but one of the things I think makes them extra important in our day and age is that unlike what the founders intended for us to have a strong state government and local governments, we've kind of shifted to a federal focus. And so a lot of the attention in politics goes to the federal level. It goes to the flash and and the pomp and the circumstance. And that's where all the resources and the expertise is centered. And so local politics that truly do impact your life in a much greater level than whatever you know the president is doing at any given moment get vastly overlooked and underserved. And so by us focusing on, number one, participating as chapters in the local government process of school boards, and then providing tools and resources like this campaign kit, we are empowering the local government level to take back its rightful position as the thing that matters most to people's lives. 
So is that what you would say really motivated you and your team within Moms for Liberty to create this toolkit? I mean, because I know it's really hard when you're running for office at the local level within the conservative movement, you really don't have a lot of support. Um, You don't know how much money you need to raise. You don't know how many doors you need to knock. You're not sure exactly, especially if you're new to politics, which a lot of our moms are, right? Um, Remind us again a little bit, because I talk about it quite a bit, but you know, let's talk a little bit quickly before we dive into the candidate toolkit. 2022, Moms for Liberty, we endorsed in over 500 races across the country. Can you break down how those races ended up for us a little bit and, and, and our membership and how, how politically active they've been, I guess, for people? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, that's a great place to start, Tiffany, because this kit is something we could have created probably a year or two ago, but it wouldn't be as excellent as, as it is now without this experience of going through 2022 and walking alongside these candidates and watching the areas where they really did struggle and where they had the most questions and all of those kinds of things. And so we were able to take all those 500 plus endorsements in all of our chapters and and watch and listen to the things they cared about as they won 275 races with (laughs) on shoestring budgets most of the time with no help. Uh, You know, they would call me and I'd answer their questions, things like that. Um, but most people who run for school board have never run for anything in their life. Our, in our 2022 endorsements, we had 76% of our candidates were first-time candidates, and the vast majority of the, the remainder of those people were incumbents. It is very rare for somebody to run for school board who is a previously elected state superintendent or house member or things like that. So these are truly grassroots people who are not involved in politics. Our membership like like to step up and run. I'm so grateful that they do. And our members, you, I mean, you know, the numbers, they're 35% of our members have either no voting history or no vis- history of voting in primaries. Their general election voting scores are also very low. This is not a typically hyperactive demographic of people in the political process. And they are stepping up and realizing that politics is not a dirty word. It is something that affects your everyday life, your children, and they can have a part in it. Yeah. And I think for a long time, um, talking about politics or talking about really serious issues was kind of taboo on the playground, right? It was like, we don't really talk about that. You know, we don't get involved in that. And if you got involved in politics as a woman, it kind of was seen as like, oh, you know, I, I think it's so funny. There was a lot of shaming even now going on. And and I think our moms are getting to the point where we're like, please, when Ali Bestucky said at our summit, Politics matter because policies matter because people matter. And people during COVID were hurt by policies. And then they said, how do I change these policies? And you do that by getting involved in politics. So our mission statement for anyone that's watching this and is wondering, this Moms for Liberty, what are they about? Uh, Our mission statement is to unify, educate, and empower parents to defend their parental rights at all levels of government. And that means getting involved in whatever way you feel you're suited. Running for office is not for everyone, uh, but some people are really, really good at it. And and it may be you and you don't even know it yet. But what I do know is that the uncertainty around running for office oftentimes scares people away. They really don't know, like, it seems like, you know, this really big task, where do you start? And so I'm really excited for this tan- candidate toolkit. The first time you showed it to us, I told you, I said, this is going to revolutionize the way that people run for political office locally. Um, and, and I'm so excited excited about it. I think it is a game changer. So let's dive in. If you could share your screen, Marie, and let's dive in. And while you're doing that, since this is an All Moms for Liberty podcast, I'm going to share my beautiful mug. If everyone can see this, if I can get it into focus, which I'm 
doing a very bad job of. It says Joyful Warriors on it. Um, if anyone is looking for Christmas presents or anything for anyone, you can go to our website, momsforliberty.org, and you can check out our shop. And we have mugs and hats and t-shirts. And uh, go check it out because it's really fun. Okay, so here we are. Marie, I'm going to hand it over to you now. I'd really like for you to go over some of the key components and the resources that are included um, on this page. And it's momsforliberty.org forward slash candidates, correct? Yes, ma'am. And okay. it is, it's going to be the home base for all things candidate related. So whether that is you're wondering who's been endorsed in your local area, you'll be able to find that on your, on this page. If you're thinking about running for office yourself, it's on that the candidate, the campaign kit is available on here. I'm just going to scroll briefly down really quick. The candidate kit or the campaign kit is the first thing on here. But then we have our endorsement section where you can see maybe you are running for office already and you are interested in getting an endorsement from Moms for Liberty. You can come on here and see what the endorsement process is if you can or, or can't get an endorsement from us. Those kinds of things, it's all available here. And then we always have this note of, I think there is, you're 100% correct. Sometimes it terrifies people to run for office because we don't, no one wants to lose. But the reality is if you, <laughs> if you step up and run, you have a level of passion and dedication that not everyone does. And that right. level of dedication can be used for good, even if you lose. And so even if you run for office and you lose, Moms for Liberty is still a great opportunity for you to come back and make the changes you are trying to do as an elected official. You can do them as an advocate outside of the system. So so Tina and I often joke because she, she we both ran in 2016. We both won. Tina was braver than me. I was ready to do something different. I said, we need to try, I need to try to do something different here because I was on a lot of losing votes during COVID and, and I was getting, I was feeling the chains of elected office. I wanted to break out a little bit. I have a bit of a mouth on me. And when you're in elected office, you don't always get to be as open as you might like. But Tina ran again and she uh, lost. And I often think, I think that you, she exemplifies exactly what you're talking about because um, win or lose, she had passion. And I bet there are a lot of people across the United States or even in your county that probably are wishing now she had just won on school board <laughs> and not taken all of the passion that she has. And now we're running this, you know, amazing organization that literally I think is changing the face of American politics right now and in the future. So let, our goal is to get a lot more people elected in the coming years. And so let's dive into this handbook. Absolutely. So like you said, when people go to run, they have that initial interest and spark. Sometimes it comes from them. Sometimes someone outside of them goes, you know, you should really consider running for office. Um, but they generally do have that initial hesitation of, I don't even know what I would do. How do you do that? Um, and so this campaign kit will cover all of that for you. There are three components to the kit. The first one is a candidate handbook, and that is um, the uh, Jessica, my team member and I that created this as we were creating it, what we likened it to is you took when you take a class in college and you have like a it's a, la, a, a level 101 of like I took a geology class, for example, I had the lecture part of my class and then I had a lab portion of my class. The candidate handbook is the lecture part. It is the basic information you need. We tried to it's not everything you could ever want to know about school board races because that would be a 500 page book and no one has the time for that. Um, but it is the high level basic information you're going to need to understand and start your campaign. The workbook is that lab. It is taking the information that you've gained in the handbook and putting it into practice. It's going to walk you through setting up a campaign plan. It will break up your campaign planning process into individual sheets so that you don't 
hopefully get overwhelmed in the process. And then the collateral collection is that icing on the cake. Once you have your understanding in place and you've got a great plan, you need to be able to execute it and share your messaging with everybody. And the collection is what enables you to do that. That's awesome. So if you're, how, how do you get access to this, this toolkit, Marie? If, if you're not, if you're a member, if you're not a member of Moms for Liberty, what do you need to do in order to be able to access this handbook uh, and the tool and the workbook and, and, and be able to put this into action? Great question. Um, one of the things that I think you, Tina, and I have always had in common is there are a lot of resources and things that we want to make available to people, general people in the American populace. Um, and we don't want to have to put barriers in the way, right? Cost, things like that. There are tons of campaign resources out there that are paid that you can go to. But for us, it was important as we created this to make it as broadly available as possible to anyone who shares our mission and values so that they can be successful. And so we have created this candidate handbook and workbook and collateral kit to be available to any member of Moms for Liberty. So step one is joining Moms for Liberty. We have a free at-large national membership, so you don't have to pay anything to become a member of Moms for Liberty. You just fill out the form. Hopefully you share our values and you're not a troll. Um, but you join Moms for Liberty first, and then you're going to come to this candidates page and you're going to fill out the form. The top button here will get you access. You fill this out. Um, it is a very simple thing that just gets you into the system. One of the crucial parts of this is it will send you an automated email with the passwords for the two documents, the candidate handbook and the campaign workbook. Those are password protected. You will need the password from this form. So don't enter a fake email or you're not going to be able to read the stuff. Um, but once you have filled that out, you're going to come over here. If you've already done it, you can come back and revisit the kit anytime on this campaign kit page. And it, it walks you through what the handbook is. You can download the handbook. It walks you through what the workbook is, is and what it contains. You can download the workbook in Excel or numbers, depending on your computer preference. And then the collateral collection lives here on this page. It is 21 different design templates facilitated via Canva. You can click on any one of these. For example, I'm just going to click on one here. It will take you to a page for that template. You'll be able to see all the different things. There's a yard sign and logo template. There's a mailer template. There's a door hanger, a palm card, a postcard, and a business card template. All of these things you can use in your campaign. You simply click over to Canva, which is they have free versions of Canva. Again, we're trying to make this as broadly available as possible. And you're going to be able to create the basic stuff you're going to need to run a school board campaign. Um, it is, this is one of the areas where we see people struggle, great, well-intentioned people, even some that are politically experienced will come in and they don't have the design chops to get these things done or the time to be quite, quite honest, you should be spending your time talking to people and not necessarily designing mailers. Um, so these templates are designed for you to be able to come in, plug in your platform planks, plug in your name, what you'd like to accomplish a little bit about you, those kinds of things, and to be off to the races. Wonderful. So um, I know that this toolkit is specifically for school board. I would imagine, though, for all local elections, there's some component that might be useful to people. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, how this toolkit, is, it can be used just in the local fashion and then maybe specifically why it's, uh, it's um, targeted for school board or useful for school board as it's written? Yeah, I, I very much appreciate that question because I think that is one of the things that has frustrated me as I've grown in my political experience and campaign experiences. I will go in and I will get training or I will sit through somebody's thing 
And it, the training and the information is at such a high level. The majority of people who run for office in America are running for a local office and they don't need to understand FEC filing regulations for congressional races. They just don't. And so this is really targeted at a local campaign level where you're not going to probably have a lot of money. Um, you're going to have to do things on a shoestring budget in a different way than a well-funded million dollar, you know, congressional campaign is going to be able to do. And so while it is tailored to school board and it talks a lot about school issues and school board specific stuff, it is applicable across the board for anything that is a local office. In fact, we had, when you fill out that form, we have a group that allows you in to see the campaign kit. And so we've been checking who all is getting in there and how, how broadly it's been. And one of the one of the things that lit my day the, yesterday when we released it was to see um, one of the people that submitted the form was a city council member in a, in a random state somewhere. Um, and I was like, oh, that's so exciting because it does work perfectly well at a local level. If you're running for, there are still principles that work if you're running for Congress or you're work, running for some higher office, but this is truly, truly tailored for a local race. To be honest, school board races across the country, generally speaking, have somewhere between a $5,000 and $10,000 budget maximum. It is rare to go above that. There are Florida is a, a state where we have larger school board races. So we do have larger budgets and things like that. But many school board candidates are running for a unpaid volunteer position. They are raising $500, $1,000, $2,500. They are never going to run a race that is going to look anything like their senators or their congressmen. It just will not. And so we're, we've broken it down at such a level that it applies to truly what they're trying to do. So when I was running for school board, my husband was my treasurer. Must say my best friend helped me run campaign. My husband was my treasurer and he used to call me uh, when it would be getting towards the end of the, the month, right? The last week or so. And he would call me randomly during the day because he'd be checking the, the, the finance, the, the bank account. And he would say, Tiffany, you need to go raise money. You need to get out there. You're 5,000 short. And so I did run in Florida and we, I raised about $40,000 for my race, which I had never really done before. But raising money in general, whether you have to raise $1,000 or $40,000 isn't easy uh, when you're new. Uh, but having the tools and the skills and, and having working, going through the workbook and really understanding how you're going to be successful and feeling more confident in your race will help you also to raise money and to share your platform. It's really important, right? People want to know, what do you stand for? What are you going to do? How are you going to help to make a change happen in our community? So um, for anyone listening that's thinking about running for office, Marie, can you give us, in your opinion, what are some of the important skills um, that a school board candidate should possess? And then um, how does this toolkit help you to highlight the, the skills and the platform of a candidate? Yeah, great question. Um, the campaign kit in general, if you work through the, the handbook first, so you have a general understanding, that's going to first help you go, yeah, I get this. I think I can do this. Um, the workbook is going to take that a step further, in my opinion. We have in the end of the work, in the end of the handbook, we have a one pager about, are you ready to run? And it asks, I think it's 21 questions you should stop and consider before you actually file to run for office. One of the first ones of that is like, is there somebody better qualified than me? Because let's be honest, none of us is generally an expert in everything when we go to run. It's valid to stop and go, am I the best person for this job? Um, is this, how is this going to impact my family? 
is my, am I going to go through this and have a husband who supports me and helps me? Or am I going to have a little pushback and my kids are going to get mad at me and those kinds of things. You have to stop and consider all of that. And so that one pager will help, help people work through those questions, consider where they're at in their life. And if this is a good choice for them, the second thing I would tell you is for most candidates, whether you're raising $5,000 or a hundred thousand dollars, um, the fundraising is the most difficult aspect of any race. Um, and it is the thing that most people overestimate their ability to perform. Um, and so one of the things I love about our workbook is that it work, works people through researching the average cost of a school board race in their area. They're able to actually calculate out the average cost per vote, calculate how many votes they think they're going to need so that they can multiply them and go, okay, if a vote costs $1.50 in my area and I'm going to need 30,000 of them, I need to be able to raise this amount of money. And so it right. takes them from that to the next page, which um, I like to call network net worth. It walks you through what your network is currently probably worth to you. Every human has value. It's not that their, their worth as a human being is broken down to what they can give you in a campaign. But as a candidate, you have to stop and go, how many people do I know? And what what, who can I ask for money and how much are they going to give me? And so we encourage people to take that page and to literally work through their entire contact list. You put them all into the workbook. You assign them all a dollar value. If I, if somebody was one of my friends running for office, they'd put me down and they go, Maria is a cheapskate. I can only ask her for 20 bucks. And they put that down and it would calculate out for them the total amount their current net worth is, or their current network is worth. And then they're able to see the difference between what their current net worth network is worth and what they should be raising to run a successful campaign. And then they have to stop at that point and go, yeah, they're pretty close. I think I can make up that gap or nope, they're really far apart. How am I going to make up that gap? And is that something I am up for doing? Because if I'm not, uh, you know, you got to stop and go, is this, is this a, a good choice for me to be doing at this time? Yeah, you need to be in it to win it. There is no doubt. When you run for local office, people want to know that you're committed, that you're in it for the long haul. Serving in office, and especially in the local capacity, um, is not easy. I often have said that um, I get the, the I, I do, we do all kinds of things we never thought we would do before. I speak at all kinds of events, right, in front of now hundreds of people, thousands of people. Um, we go on TV. I get the most nervous, without a doubt when I go and speak at my own school board meeting or when I was, you know, serving on school board because it means so much to me because I love my community and I want to do a good job representing all of the people that, you know, had the confidence in, in voting for me, right? And so I, I often say like, you, you know, the New York Times can say whatever they want, but the criticism that you get locally, it, it always hits a little bit different, right? Um, a couple things, moms, dads, community members, or moms and dads specifically, I'm speaking to you, um, don't not run because your kids might get mad. Uh, they might get mad. I'm just going to tell you. Um, you know, it's not easy running for school board, especially if you have kids in school. So you need to go into it with eyes wide open, but you also need to remember that um, when you run for office and serve in office, you are um, sharing lessons with your children um, that uh, they would never learn in any other way. Someone once said to me, run, my, my local supervisor of elections said she thinks, you know, working as a waitress and running for elected office are two things that everyone should do because it gives you a little bit of a better idea and an appreciation for those two, you know, service jobs jobs and they are both jobs of service. Um, so it was a, it was very hard Marie yeah. to serve on school board. Um, but I don't regret it for a second. And I think it's really exciting. And, and maybe we can talk about this for a second because 
you look at Tina and you look at me, right? And then you and Pat, we were never involved in politics. Like none of us were really super involved. You know, I mean, you were more involved probably than I was. Tina had been a little bit more involved, but then we run for office and we begin serving. And now look at what we're doing. Um, something that I don't think I ever thought, you know, if you had asked me as a new mom at 25, you know, do you think at 40, you're going to be doing any of this? I don't know that I would have ever thought I would do this. And so what does the future look like as we uh, continue to grow Moms for Liberty, continue to inspire um, people to run in local office, especially women? Um, we love to see men running too. We, we want everyone to use this toolkit, but certainly as a, a wife and a mom, you've got a lot on your plate. So this toolkit's going to really help you um, in a lot of different ways. So what do we envision about the future of politics? What do we hope for? Yeah. Well, before I tell you about the future, I just want to touch on my personal experience because what you just shared is, I, I think, very poignant. Um, I, you're correct. I was probably more involved in politics than most of us, but I, um, you know, very well, I am much more comfortable behind the scenes. I don't like to be in front of the camera. I don't like to be the point person. That is not my jam. It makes me nervous and uncomfortable. And so I've, I had always run campaigns. I enjoy that campaigning is, is fun to me, but I don't want to be the candidate. But in 2020, a good friend of mine called and said, you know, we need somebody to run for this position. Um, would you be interested? And I said, no, <laughs> no, I don't do that. no way, no way. And he goes, okay, well, before you just turn me down, at least promise me you'll pray about it. And I said, sure. Well, you know, flippantly kind of sure. I'll pray about it. Like I'm not going to do that. Um, but I did, I ended up praying about it and, um, it just my personal experience, my personal faith, but the good Lord told me very strongly that it was something I was supposed to do. Now, my human brain meant thought that meant, oh, I'm going to I'm going to run and I'm going to win, right? Like the Lord wants me to do this, it's going to turn out well for me. That's not how it went. I lost. I lost at the same time Tina lost, but the thing that happened that's beautiful because there are no coincidences is Tina and I ran at the same time and I when I basically spent the majority of my campaign campaigning for both of us. And so I would knock I never ever knocked a door just for myself. I was running for a position that's supposed to help people get elected. And so I did a lot of effort for other people. A lot of time that was Tina and other school board candidates. And um, that reconnected me to Tina in a way that we hadn't previously been um, and placed me in the, in the position I needed to be when Monster Liberty came about. It, I would not be here if I had not run for office. Right. And that is, uh, yes, we should run and win. Never get into a campaign thinking you're going to lose. That That's not the mindset you want to take to it. But I always tell people when they come to me asking if they should run or that they're going to run, I always tell them to choose a secondary purpose for what they're doing. Look for another purpose, because if it doesn't turn out, there is going to be something you're going to take away from it. If it's that, you know, your kids learned a lot about the political process. My kids have knocked more doors than most people have knocked in their in their lives. Um, so they they know when they go to civics class at school, like they're the kids that are the teachers like stop raising your hand. You can't answer any more questions. Um, so there are tons of great things that can come from from running for office. And I think that with this campaign kit in place, what we're going to be able to see is that instead of people going at it blindly and having a lot more um, accidental success, we're going to start to see real purposeful driven change at a local level where it matters the most and see a change in our children's education that will lead to better informed, better connected Next generation of children, our children will start to learn again, start to read, start to understand how government is supposed to function. And it will it's not going to be an overnight process. It's going to take a long time. 
but it will change the tide of American education if we can get quality invested school board candidates onto these boards. Okay, so I'm very excited. I feel, I'm very inspired now. Um, I hope all of you are inspired. I hope that Moms for Liberty is helping to give you resources and support in order to help you to be successful um, in transforming your community and making it a, a good place for your children to grow up and helping America have a bright future for all of our children. And that truly is does mean getting involved in local politics. We, the parents, are going to make the difference in this uh, in the future of America, and we believe that very strongly at Moms for Liberty. So Marie, thank you for joining us again today. Can you tell people how they can follow you on social media and again, how they can get access to uh, the Moms for Liberty Candidate Toolkit? Yep. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Agree with Marie. I don't post often, so lower your expectations, um, but there, that's where you can find me. And the most important thing is you can find our campaign kit two ways. You can go to our homepage, Check the resources tab and you'll find one for candidates that will take you to the kit or you can go directly to momsforliberty.org slash candidates and find it there. Wonderful. I hope everyone goes on the website, checks out the candidate toolkit. Marie, thank you so much to you and Jessica Graham for all of the hard work that you've done on this amazing resource. You guys are developing really great, amazing resources for our membership and really for all of America. And the last thing I'd say to anyone listening to this, the, the toolkit and the, the workbook is there for you to access. And you have the fundamental right to direct the upbringing of your children, their education, their medical care, their morality, their religion. It doesn't mean that we have to agree with you in order for your parental rights to, to, to stand and to be true and real. Those are your fundamental rights. And so we hope everyone accesses this. And the truth of the matter is more parents getting involved in their children's education is better for America. So we want to see um, everyone getting involved. So thank you everyone for listening today on the Joyful Warrior Podcast. Don't forget, again, to go visit our store. Get a t-shirt, a hat, or a mug. Uh, Jen, who runs our store, does an awesome job, and I promised I was going to give a few plugs today since it is a Total Moms for Liberty podcast. Marie, I hope you have a wonderful day, and, and thanks again to you and Jessica for this great work. Yep. Thanks for having me.